Can you take three proven strategies for creating a successful podcast and turn it into a new content empire? We're going to answer that question in just a moment. Welcome to episode 131 of the Content Profit Show. And everybody that's listening, everybody that's been a guest, my thanks go out to you every time I name a number because I just kind of grin and shake my head um, as that number continues to increase. So thanks. Um, we've got some cool things coming up on the show in the in coming weeks and probably a couple other events going on that, you know, you watch your email for, Right. Um, now, uh, today you're going to get an email this afternoon and those that get it can find it there. Those that don't get it can go over to contentbyjeff.com. but there's going to coming out an article today, um, or a link to an article today called, um, take the steak out of the lamp and other repurposing thoughts. Okay. And, and the other, the other story in there is, um, set the alarm to Al Jarreau. So it's about two ways I repurposed in the 80s. So I think you'll have fun with that. Now, our special guest today, the main event here is Sam. It's Leibowitz, right? Yep, Leibowitz. Okay, I didn't ask you that before, and I thought, I'll take a shot. <laughs> I know this one. Okay, he is with talkradio.nyc and also podcast success stories. So Sam, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jeff. Really appreciate you having me on the show. Uh, I'm so glad you're here. You came in through uh, Denise and, and Andy, right? Yep, absolutely. And I also on your mailing list, and I did okay. join your, cool. your program when I first met you through them. Excellent. Thank you. I love them. Denise and I go way back, and Andy has been a, a student for a while. He and I were just talking earlier about some new stuff they're doing over on chat GPT. Now, um, how did you get into this niche? Met a guy at a party. I love it. Those are the best stories. Yeah. <laughs> about organic. New York story. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I I was at a party at a friend's house a little over 13 years ago, and a mutual friend brings this guy in front of me. He says, Sam, you got to talk to my friend. I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, who yeah. knows why? I'm like, so what do you do, right? Because what do you ask someone you don't know anything about? And he says, oh, I'm an acupuncturist. <clears throat> I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, a bunch of healers, not too many acupuncturists. But in his next breath, he was like, but I've decided to become a Buddhist monk and I'm selling off all my worldly possessions. I'm like, oh, that's kind of different. Yeah. I was like, well, did you sell your business yet? And he's like, no, not yet, but I'm talking to some people. And I'm like, oh, well, I network a lot. I know a lot of people. Maybe I can help you sell your business. And he said, oh, that would be really good karma for you. And I thought, oh, that's nice. And then we're talking a little bit more. And he's like, oh, yeah. And I started this internet radio station last year. And I'm like, wait a minute. This sounds kind of familiar. Talk about burying the lead. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like acupuncture's radio station. I'm like, what's your name again? And he says, Giorgio Repetti. And I'm like, ah, I know who you are because my friend Larry does a radio show on your network. And he's told me about you, but he's never put the two of us together. And there he is standing in front of me in living color. A week later, we have a two and a half hour long meeting. I'm like, this is such a good deal. It's like getting two businesses for the price of one. I'm like, if I can't find someone to buy your business, I'll just buy it myself. And that's what ended up happening. I love it. I absolutely love that story. That's going to go down in the, the best of stories. And so, <laughs> so just for the folks, 
you are, are the the host of this show or that brings in all the hosts. Well, I'm the executive producer. Okay. And and we have many different shows that are hosted by many different people covering all kinds of topics, everything from business and nonprofits to health and wellness, society and culture, personal and spiritual development. So we're a very broad-based network, but our theme is to uplift, educate, and empower our audience. I love that. And so what's your dream with all this? Um. I kind of want to be like the force for good in media. You know, I feel like there's enough fear and enough nonsense out there in the mainstream media. I want to just put out stuff and touch people's lives from around the globe. And we literally have listeners in over 100 countries around the world. So I know we're reaching people. I, I just want to work with more great, I like to say, conscious or awake or aware entrepreneurs yeah. to help get their message out that, you know, I feel good about putting it out there. What a great subtitle or tagline that would be the force for good in media. Mm. That's going to get people to go, what, wait, what's this? Um, very cool. All right. So let's dive over and we'll look at what you, um, submitted for, um, our repurposing here. Um, and here we go. All right. Three proven strategies for building your successful podcast. And Sam and I were talking earlier, uh, and you guys are going to understand right away why I love the third. I like all three, but I love the third. Okay, number one is consistency. Number two, well, before I before I go to number two, give me that statistic again, Sam, about how many there are, how many are active, and how many get past what ten. Yeah. yeah, it's really kind of crazy because people say, oh, my God, there's millions of podcasts out there. There's something like over two million podcasts now that have been published. And so people think it's such a crowded field. You know, how can I get in there and do any good now? But what they don't realize is less than 20 percent of those two million podcasts are still active. Yeah. And out of those 20 percent, like less than 17 percent have more than eight episodes. So there's actually a lot of room for people um, to to get your information out there. But, you know, you do need to kind of know a few things. Just a couple, right? Just a couple. Like consistency and then having clearly defined results, goals. I love it. Mm -hmm. And folks, you guys know me. You know I'm going to love this one, number three. Reuse, republish, and repurpose. Uh, which is really the origin of this show, because to me, the highest form of repurposing is turning it into um, a, a digital product or, or some way to turn your content into cash. So that's what we're going to do today. Now, i got to take this from large to regular. And then we'll go here. All right. So what we got here is a um, rough draft of an Ascension model. Now. Um, we're calling it Sam's New Content Empire based on the three proven strategies, lots of ways to drive traffic. Those six, seven things up there are, no, six, um, are options for you, okay? What we're going to do is dive in on the one you talked about, of course, and then, you know, build, we can build up and we can build down from there. Um, and let's, you know, this this could this could be a good flagship course. Because what I was thinking, because that's something you're known for. And yeah. 
I, I actually have a flagship course, which is podcast your passion. You know how to. Okay. I love how it. to start launch your podcast in six weeks. I love it. Okay, so we can do more with that too. Um, working together afterwards, but um, you were talking about wanting to get more show more um, hosts right on the, the network, show, yes. right? And mm -hmm. so um, this is this is almost a backwards idea. Um, I'm wondering about a course to be ready to be to host a show on, right. your, on your channel. Mm -hmm. And is that what you're doing in, in Podcast Your Passion? Yeah, it's kind of like here are all the things you need to okay. think about to consider around putting a show out there. Okay, okay. So they're getting trained so and paying for it. So that way you're getting paid to get new hosts. That's a good thing. Right. Um, all right, so that would be a flagship course. Now, underneath that, you could do a lot of stuff. Um, you could have a, you could make it a course with less pieces to it. Um, each one of those strategies could be its own mini course. You know, how to podcast consistently, how to be clear what you're heading. Um, you know, the, the podcast GPS, um, and then you know what to do when the show's over. You know, like the first thing I'm going to do when we get done talking later is I'll go and I'll upload or, or download the audio. I'll upload it to Captivate.fm and then it goes all over. You know, it's just it's it's easily done. And then there's a whole lot more repurposing that goes into it. Um, you could even do a master class. And by master class, I don't mean another um, fluff and pitch webinar, you know, with a fancy name stuck on it. It's much more to do with um, giving people a result. It might be a small result, but they're getting it in about an hour, no more than an hour, 30 minutes if you can. Yeah. Um, and then going up, um, we've got short-term membership. And, and these would be people that wanted to take it further, mm -hmm. take podcasting further or, or become one of your stars. Um, one of the reasons I suggest short-term memberships to folks is, is people still have a resistance to that, you know, monthly payment. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it comes from, remember Columbia house records? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. I built up my CD collection from them. You and me both. I built up my CD collection and pissed off my parents. <laughs> um, yeah. For those of you that don't know what that was, are they still around? I have no idea. We'll have to look that up. What happened was, folks, let's go way back to eight tracks and albums. Yeah. You could get, for a penny, you could get like 11 of them. Okay? Such a deal. And then monthly, they would send you one, whether you asked for it or not. And it was a refusal kind of thing. You had to say, no, not this one, or no, not this month. And so as you can imagine, a lot of people got them, you know, things that they never wanted, but they were stuck. Okay? And so um, I think people still have that fear. And so a short-term membership kind of gets past that. Okay? Mm. Um, like a 12-week program, for instance, is a good one to have. Um, or you could call it 90 days, whatever works better. Um, and that way, what's cool is you can, let's say you priced it at, at 37 bucks a month for three months. Okay? Mm. They're going to learn something. They're going to learn a lot. Some of them are going to want to go further with you. Mm -hmm. And so then you have an ongoing membership that could start 
at 37 because it's an easy sale from, hey, you've been paying me 37 bucks for three months. Let's just keep it going. Um, and you could, you know, start it at 37 and then have different memberships. Um, I know we're on small screen, but I can see the, the ideas starting to pop there. No, I just, I have a lot of questions around like, oh, you know, what do they get for the membership? Okay. And then how do you, like, what do you add into it to, to get to the different levels of membership? Excellent question. Um, I'm really big on uh, minimal service delivery hmm. for us so that we don't burn out right. and min minimal service consumption so they don't burn out. So they feel like they can handle all this stuff. So really at, at, a, at a membership level to start, there'd be like a training a month and then a um, Q&A a month. And those could be 30 minutes mm -hmm. to a I mean, at 30 minutes, you got an hour of service delivery time a month. Um, and then as you do levels, the next level could be everything in the first level and then courses, you know, mm -hmm. the courses to train how to be a host or do a podcast. Or, I mean, there, there's so much you know how to do from doing this for, what is it, 13 years? Yeah, yeah, thir plus, 13 plus years. It'll be yeah. 14 in May. Really? Happy yeah. anniversary in advance. Um, May what, by the way? Uh, May 10th, I believe it is. Okay, just wondering. My birthday is May 1st, um, mm. so I like May. Um, and then a third level could be the, the training, the Q&A, the courses. And let's see, what would be a good – you know what would be a good level for you, good thing from you at, at the higher level, is some kind of individual access to you. Hmm. Um, once a month, short term, you know, short time, 30 minutes uh, or um, doing sort of like. I call them small group masterminds where you get like five people together and they are going to walk away with X skill. Hmm. Okay? Um, and so that could easily go 37, 97, 197. Or start it, you know, launch it smaller, 47, 77, 97. Um, you've, you've got, with 13 years experience and all the, I mean, how many hosts do you have? Uh, right now, we have about half a dozen hosts, but I've had as many as 15 hosts on. Okay. That's, that's plenty. Um, with your experience, there's, there's so much you can do to build this out. I mean, your, your flagship course, the one we looked at today is cool, but oh my gosh what we can do with it. Um, I'm sitting here getting excited for you. Uh, what other questions? Um, yeah, I mean, I could see using the course as sort of like a, a gateway to bringing people on as a host, right? right. So, um, you know, my podcast success stories is kind of like my webinar. It's sort of the freebie that I give away just to get people interested. Like I just did it uh, over the sure. weekend at a, at a podcast conference and to encourage people to book sort of then a strategy call with me and then from the strategy call to bring them on as a host. Sure. Um, but sure. lots of people don't either don't have the budget or aren't ready to make that kind of commitment. So it's like, how do you move someone from just hearing you do a webinar or a class or masterclass to like actually enrolling them into a course? And, and what are the numbers like these days? Because I know the last time I had done my course and I'd done the webinar, I had big numbers, but they still weren't enough to really right. bring people onto the course. Right. 
Okay. And so to be a host, do you pay a monthly fee, a one-time fee? I, I actually am doing six-week agreements. So it's once okay. every 12 weeks. Okay. 12 All right. Weeks, so excuse me. That, that's a membership. Okay. Okay. Um, you're doing, you know, you're just billing every three months. You're billing quarterly. Right. Okay? Um, that's a different way to position this because the, the interesting thing in this, this tier model here. As you go up from master class all the way to course and then short-term membership, the percentage of people that end up in your membership grows. Mm. Like there's a percentage that's, you know, like maybe 25% from a master class all the way to a short-term membership where it's about 75, 50% of a flagship course will go membership. And so repositioning it as, um, you know, the higher level and as a membership and you get all these things. Um, and then that way you could end up, you know, doing first level stuff with these, with these hosts and then, you know, taking them higher if you want to, if they want to, mm -hmm. um, I love it. I love it. I'm getting excited for you. Uh, so, you know, remember I told you this was going to be the fastest 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, the drill, uh, <laughs> yeah. we're getting there. Um, it's been fun to see the lights turn on for you and the ideas hit. Um, any questions before we start wrapping up, Sam? Um, I, I guess my only question would be about the, the, the marketing or like getting that initial traffic, like how, where are we getting the traffic from and the exposure to really, you know, feed this whole pyramid? Great question. And, and I'll give you three answers to that. Um, one is all your listeners okay for all the hosts there could be you know little quick commercials on there mm -hmm. um two there's a place called medium.com mm -hmm. um, where you can put articles and i don't there's probably people doing your niche over there but i haven't seen them and i'll do some research on that um, but what i do with my articles um like the one this morning it's got a link to my daily ish newsletter um Sometimes I'll put in a second leak for something to buy, but the day, the, the daily ish newsletter is building a list. Now I just took a course two weeks ago. Interesting guy out of Korea. Um, he's a, a speech path and he decided to help more people. Okay. And he's got two programs that he takes them through, but his, his lead magnet, his opt-in, his list builder, is not just this one-time thing. He offers at the end of every whatever a free course, and he uses a a platform called School S K O O L. Mm -hmm. um, and so once they're in, they've got all this access to free courses, right? Um, and we're talking about you know small, many, many micro courses, uh, not big things. And then the particular platform School allows you to email the people in there. Plus when they opt in, they're getting on your list. Um, and he has two programs that he has people, you know, fill out an application for and then decide, um, you know, this is for parents or kids that, you know, are having speech problems. Um, I love the title of the first one. It's called talk to me. Mm. Um, yeah. Isn't that a good title? That's good. Um, That's good. And so I'm playing with that model. Uh, um, I think it's a good one. It's something that, that you could play with too. And it doesn't have to be on school. It could be on a website or whatever. 
But those three things would get you going. I mean, you got how many people total did those talk radio get in front of weekly? Um, well, in terms of our mailing list, it's not very large. It's around 20, between 2,300 and 2,500. That's, um, that's plenty. But, but that's you plenty. know, listenership, we get a lot more yeah. from all the different channels. Yeah, so you could have like a jingle that goes into each show and mm -hmm. 20, 24, 22 to 2,400 people is a good email list. Um, and as you nurture them, I mean, I will, at an internet conference, online or offline, I will never win a list size um, hmm. competition because it's not huge. Uh -huh. um, but I almost always win list responsiveness. Hmm. It's, 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 they've been treated well. Um, they like the stuff. And, and there's, it's a certain group. And so there's ways to do that. that what an excellent question. Thank you. All right. It is time to wrap up, folks. Sam, thank you for being such a great guest and bringing so much stuff on the show, so much good stuff. Mm -hmm. Everybody that's listening or watching that would like to be in Sam's seat, not in his studio, but, um, you know, in your home or office, the link is right down below here. Contentprofitseat.com. Contentprofitseat.com. And thank you guys for being here. Online is a busy place now. There's lots of places you could be. You chose to be with us, and we are always honored by that. Again, thanks, Sam, um, for being a great guest, and um, we'll be talking. All right, folks, and we'll catch you next time on episode 132, where our guest is all the way from Australia. She's down under. Uh -huh. And actually, she and I were talking yesterday. When we do the live show, on Thursday, um, it'll be 3 a.m. where she is. So um, I know that it's commitment. That, that's exactly right. I thought that person is interested. That's cool. All right. So until next time, folks, you know what to do. You go use this stuff. We are off the air. All right. It still says live. You know why? Because I didn't hit end stream. I usually say off the air when the music stops playing, but I didn't hit the end stream. Thank you, Sam.